Welcome to everyone. We are so glad to have you joining in with us right now. We believe that God has got something special for you. I'm Pastor Monty. This is Pastor Don. We pastor Abundant Life Family Church in Tualatin, Oregon. Mm -hmm. And today we're going to, in a few minutes, get into some really wonderful things from God's Word. God's Word brings us comfort in times of trouble, in every situation we can find ourselves in in life, because Jesus is one, and praise God, honey, He doesn't believe in social distancing from His children. He's with us, He's in us, and He never leaves us nor forsakes Mm -hmm. us. And what a joy that is to know that God is always with us, and He's on our side, and He's a good God. And today... We're going to make a few announcements right here at the beginning, and praise God, we invite you to stay tuned, and later on, toward the end of the service, we're going to be receiving communion together, Mm -hmm. so if you want to ready yourself and get the elements, bread, and some juice, and a little cup, you can join right in with us. Praise God. Amen. Uh, One thing we wanted to make mention is, you know, as we're continuing to do these services, online. Uh, Don't forget to visit our website, which is www.alfc.net. And uh, there's uh, different help meets on there. We have healing scriptures that you can download for free. Uh, There's, uh, of course, we have some past uh, messages that are archived and just different things that can help you and your family to live a victorious life. I know it will be a blessing to you. Mm -hmm. And um, one other thing, too, we want to make mention is... um, you know, feel free to contact us at our website um, or also by phone, which is 503-692-9673. If you have any prayer requests, uh, praise reports, we'd love to hear from Mm -hmm. you. We'd love to hear testimonies. Yes. Uh, We know the Lord is our healer. Um, He's present. He's an ever-present help in time of trouble. Uh, But he's also, you know, he hasn't done away with his healing power. That's right. Um, It's not, you know, that's for us today. And there's many people that have been healed and touched by his goodness and by his mercy and what he's provided uh, for us. And that's something Mm -hmm. that we'll be even talking about during when we take communion. Um, You say, well, can I be healed during communion? You sure can be. We know different ones that have been. I have been. And so, again, uh, as we put ourselves in remembrance of that, that's that's what the Lord's able to do for us. That's what he wants to do for us. Yes. And also, too, as Pastor Don mentioned our website, www.alfc.net, you can go there and submit prayer requests. Mm-hmm. And we do want to hear from you. Yes, And th- that's important. We can agree with you in prayer on the basis of the Word of God. And as she said just a moment ago, God is a God that answers prayer yes. when we pray Amen. according to the Word of God. So at the beginning right here, as she mentioned, uh, submit those prayer requests. If you want to mail uh, them in, you can do it at P.O. Box. 1490 Tualatin, Oregon, 97062. Again, that's P.O. Box 1490 Tualatin, Oregon, 97062. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also, at this time, we're going to receive our tithes and offerings for the church. As we're not able to gather together, we appreciate the faithfulness of yes. all those in the Amen. church family to be able to help us and support us as we move forward in these last days and endeavor to win the lost. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to pray right now. And if anybody would like to give uh, towards this ministry, you're more than welcome to. Yes. One thing we do encourage you to do 
is uh, you make sure that you are taking your tithes to your local church. That's right. And that's that's that's, right. that's your um, your duty, so to speak. Um, that's where the Lord He honors that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's he where does. you get fed spiritually. If you're also you know receiving spiritual food from us, which we know we're putting out. Um, we will like to agree with you as far as yes. um, any type of offering that you would like to send into us, whatever the Lord lays on your heart to do, uh, we will agree with you. And that's what we're going to do right now is agree with you as, towards your giving. Because yes. we know we give towards the Lord. Yes. And again, you know, Luke 6.38 says, he, Give and it shall be given to us. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over. Amen. Shall men give unto our bosom. And so we're so thankful that we have opportunities to sow seed in different places. And um, the Lord is the one that brings the harvest in. He's the one that, uh, he's the reaper mm-hmm. for our finances. And yes. He's our source. He, yes. He operates through different sources, but he is the source. Yes. We have many resources, but God has to be our source. And we need to yes. always place Amen. our faith in him mm-hmm. in the good times or in the not so good times. And as Pastor Don just said, it is important uh, for those that aren't a part of our Abundant Life family church, local church family, uh, that if wherever you're at, uh, find a good local church, be a part of that, be faithful, because one of these things that is so important in these last days is to have a company of believers. Yes, amen. You have to go to your own That's company right. to stay strong, to be able to congregate together, mm-hmm. to be able to believe with one another mm-hmm. physically, with a physical presence of a person. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we encourage you, always support your local church first where you attend. So, Father, we do. We thank Thank you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, as we pray over the tithe and the offerings today. Mm -hmm. We thank you, Father, for helping every person in their specific need. We are so thankful, Lord God, whatever situation we're in, that, Lord, we can always turn to you. Mm -hmm. And right now, Father, we thank you for you putting the super on the natural and you helping every person to prosper, giving them wisdom. We thank you, Father God, for every need met, every bill paid, abundance and no lack. Yes. Lord, not just so we have enough, barely enough, but that we can be a blessing to others. And we thank you, Father thank God, you, for that in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And once again, you can go to our website, www.alfc.net, if you want to send those in uh, by that or to uh, send them in by uh, snail mail <laughs> in the natural mm-hmm. P.O. Box 1490, Tualatin, Oregon. 97062. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, today uh, we're going to look at continuing on from last week about faith versus fear. Mm-hmm. Faith versus fear. And it's so important in these days in which we live in to have a strong foundation of faith in God. Yes. God does put the super on the natural. Mm-hmm. God takes what we do and he adds what only he can do on top of that, mm-hmm. supernatural. Amen. And so God wants us to do what we can do. Mm-hmm. And again, he puts the super on the natural. Yes, he does. Now, I want to look, first of all, today, we want to look at and open up your Bible, if you have your Bible there, or you can go get that. But to Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. And Father God, we thank you today yes, for Lord. those tuning in and listening We thank you for the peace and the comfort Mm -hmm. of the Holy Scriptures given by the Holy Ghost right now. And we thank you, Father God, for that ministry that he has on earth today in making the very tangible presence of the Lord Jesus Mm -hmm. made manifest. 
And we thank you for his presence right now, infiltrating every person's life who's listening, wherever they're at. And we thank you for that and for him opening the word to our spirits today. Yes. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. In Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, and probably most of the people that are watching here today, not everyone, but they, this is a very familiar passage of Scripture. Hebrews chapter 11 is one of those chapters that to many, they refer to it as the heroes of faith. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is, is because it tells about all those through in our predecessors in the Old Testament that have done great works of God because they had faith in God. Yes. So that's why it's called the heroes of faith. Mm -hmm. So in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. Mm -hmm. It's impossible, not improbable, but impossible to please him. Him who? God. Mm -hmm. So it's impossible to please God unless we have faith. Mm -hmm. Faith in him. Mm -hmm. It would be unjust for God to require for us to have faith in him when it was not something that was certain or something that he had already revealed to us as being his will. Mm -hmm. Faith begins where the will of God is known for sure. That's and right. so as we're looking at these things today and looking at them from the scriptures and looking at faith versus fear, mm -hmm. the promises of God last time we were together, we looked at faith in God, but how he has told us to fear not. That's right. God doesn't want us to fear. No. The only thing we should be fearing again is him, God. And that's not like being afraid of God, like he's going to do something bad to us yeah. because God's it's a good a godly God. Fear. Yes. It's a godly reverence. It's mm -hmm. a fear of being away from his presence. Mm -hmm. It's a fear that is, it's a, it's a wholesome dread of displeasing the father God. It's a respect and an honor for the Lord. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. It's respect and honor to him. So that's totally different than the type of fear that's being released and loosed afresh right now in the world that we're now living in, mm -hmm. making many people afraid, making many people terrified. Yeah. Well, in these last days, God wants us to have a sure foundation of faith in him. Mm -hmm. And faith begins where the will of God's known for sure. And that's why we open up the word of God as the word of God tells us in the New Testament that yea, all the promises of God are in him, amen, to the glory of God. Yes, it's They're in him, yea, and in him, amen, to the glory of God. Yes, And we really need to, don't we, honey? Yes. Keep these close to our heart. Amen. At all times of At life, times. but especially now because of the fear that's being radiated through the media and a lot of different sources. That's right. And the scripture tells us, again, in the New Testament, in 2 Timothy uh, chapter 1, verse 7, it says, God has not given us the spirit of fear. fear. Mm -hmm. He hasn't given us the spirit of fear. No, he hasn't. So the spirit of fear didn't, didn't come, come from, from him. God. So <laughs> Amen. as we look at the scriptures, we need to allow the promises of God that are yea and amen. Mm -hmm. In other words, they're true to get into our heart. 
Yes. To change the way we think. So that this foundation of faith in God is solid. Not just when everything's going well, mm-hmm. but when things are troubled in the world all around us. Of course, Jesus had already said in John chapter 16, mm-hmm. he said, in the world, you're going to have tribulation, but be of good cheer because I've overcome the world. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's a wonderful promise to always put ourselves in remembrance of. Last week, we read through Psalm 91. Mm-hmm. Psalm 91 is so wonderful to read and to keep dear to you. Read it in yes. the morning. Amen. Read it during the day. Meditate in it. Do it at night before you go to sleep at night. Mm-hmm. And allow that to really be absorbed on the inside of you because it will change the way you live. It will change the way you think. It will change your life. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, and one other thing too is, you know, one thing about the Word of God, the Bible says that will never pass away. Um, you know, the flowers will pass away. The grass may withereth. Um, the flower, you know, may fade, but the Word of God will never pass away. And that's why yes. it's so relevant to us today. It never loses its power. And these it's an ever-living epistle uh, that's given for us today, his, his living word, mm-hmm. you know, his written word, which is Logos, and his, his verbal word, which is Rhema, to us today. Mm-hmm. And that's when we can speak his word, and we're breathing right. life into our situations and whatever we, we're believing God for. And, um, <laughs> and, you know, you have this perfect agreement going on all the time, and... Uh, and the Bible says that when two or three are gathered together in his name, there he is in our midst. There so is. when we come into agreement with his word, then his, he's faithful to perform his word for us. And these are promises that we're just not saying, well, you know, we guarantee it. No, his word guarantees it. That's right. And uh, there's no, you know, there's no money back guarantee on this because guess what? It'll never fail you. His mm-hmm. word will never fail you. He will never forsake you. He's always with you. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're so thankful. That's why we can, I can bank my life on this. That's right. On his word, because uh, we can stand upon his word. We'll never be moved. Uh, it's established forever. Mm-hmm. And he says he magnifies his word above his name. So yes. that's, that's so pretty up there. <laughs> so, He's magnified his word above all his name. Yes. Glory to God. Amen. That's so something he stands, to get excited about. <laughs> that's right. The name of Jesus is the highest name given among men. Yes. It's the only name whereby we're saved by. Mm-hmm. And so praise God. Thank you, Lord. He's magnified His Word. He's magnified His Word above even all His name. Mm-hmm. So we can be comforted. We can allow the Word of God comfort. to comfort us, yes. to comfort other others around us as we give them the Word of God. That's why we're looking yes. at the Word of God. Today. So in Hebrews, yeah. yes. And yeah. so in Hebrews 11 and verse 6, again, It says, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. Not improbable, as we said a few moments ago. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. Mm -hmm. He must believe that he is. And that he, speaking of God, is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Yes. You see, faith is the hand that receives from God. Mm -hmm. So faith begins where the will of God's known for sure. That's why we look back to the Word of God, the written Word of God. Mm -hmm. And by the way, if we look at the Gospels, we see both in Matthew and in Luke how when the devil came to the Lord Jesus Christ himself, he resisted what the devil said, Mm -hmm. trying to quote scriptures out of context. Jesus quoted them correctly and put the devil to flight 
because he said, it's written. Mm -hmm. It's written. So the word of God was spoken so it could be written and it was written so it could be spoken. Even as we shared last week from Psalm 91, it's really a confessional. I will say of the Lord, I will say of the Lord, yes. he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And you know, one other thing too is that, you know, whatever you fill yourself up on is what you're gonna, what's going to come out of you. So if you fill mm-hmm. yourself up on the Word of God, then when the pressure is applied from circumstances, from hardships, uh, bad reports, you know, unexpected things, as yes. we see in this day and age, I mean... There's a lot of uncertainty in the world today, and the Bible even talks about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when pressure is applied to you, the what should come out of your mouth should not be um, bad things, negative things, um, but what should come out of your mouth is the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And you know, you think about a sponge that is dry, and when it's whatever it's saturated in, whatever whatever it sits in, whether it sits in glue, um, paint. Uh, water, whatever it's filled up on is whatever's going to ooze out of it mm-hmm. when pressure's applied to that. So true. And so the longer, the more we saturate ourselves um, in the word of God and have that daily fill in, then, you know, fill up on the word of God, then that's what's going to come out of us. That's right. And you say, well, how do I, you know, I don't need it or I don't, you know, how do I need, why do I need to have a daily feeling? Because you never know what's going to come against you. Mm-hmm. Life, like I said, is uncertain, and I'm not just forecasting it. The Bible talks about that. It's prophesied in the Word of God, mm-hmm. and that's it's given to us as our instruction book, as our mm-hmm. helpmeet to guide us along life's affairs. So you can be assured that if you fill yourself up on the Word of God, that's what's going to come out of you, um, because we dwell in His Word. We abide in Him, and He says He abides in us. His Word abides in us. That's right. And I'm so thankful for that. There's, that's an assurance. That's a promise that we have um, as we, again, you know, fill ourselves up on the word of God. And one of the scripture I'm you know, reminded of here too, really quick, it talks about here in Joshua in verse one, uh, excuse me, chapter one. A lot of us are familiar with this passage here. But again, it it is a promise to us of what we do and what God's word will do for us. Mm-hmm. And we're told here. Chapter one, verse six, be strong and of good cheer for unto this, these people, this people shall thou divide for an inheritance, the land, which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Verse seven says, only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law, which Moses, my servant commandeth thee, turn not away or turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. You say, well, that's in the Old Testament. That's true. But you know what? Jesus is the embodiment of both the Old and the New. We have a better covenant established upon better promises, but he, he's the embodiment of it. So the Old Testament is not done away with. It's still relevant for us today. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Verse 8, <clears throat> this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. So as his word is in us and we allow it to be in our mouth all the time, and it says right here, but thou shall meditate there in day and night. Meditate means to mutter, means to feed upon. Okay. So day and night. So there's the Bible doesn't exaggerate, but the Lord wants us to get this principle, these promises that right. as we meditate upon his promises and thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for thou shalt make thy way prosperous 
and thou shalt have good success. So the Lord promises us success for our future, uh, down the road. As we meditate on his promises, right. it's not just to bring life and healing, but it's to bring us success in everything we do. And verse 9, have, I not, have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage, be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. So Amen. praise God, we have all these wonderful promises for, for us today. Yes. To meditate therein. But it all begins there with letting the word of God, he talks about the book of the law, mm -hmm. dwelling in us, uh, not departing out of our mouth, meditating right. in it. And we meditate in it so we can do it. That's right. And so when we meditate and we speak it, we think about it, we get it deep within our heart, mm -hmm. we do it so we do it. We, we get put it in there so we do it. Yes. And yeah. look what he ends up saying there. Have I not commanded thee? Be strong and of a good courage. Why would he say be strong if we couldn't be strong? Mm -hmm. There's a scripture yeah. in the Old Testament that says, let the weak say I'm strong. Mm -hmm. Let the weak say I'm strong. Yes. Well, we in the New it. Testament, yes, we say it. Mm -hmm. Ephesians chapter 6 says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Yes, amen. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in me. No. Mm -hmm. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his Verse might. Yes. Glory to God. And so this whole precept is seen, Old Testament through the New Testament, mm -hmm. praise God. Amen. And he said, be, be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid. Mm -hmm. Isn't that wonderful? We don't have to be afraid. Don't have to be afraid. God told them, Joshua that day, Moses, my servant, is dead. Mm -hmm. You know, now you're going to have to take what I want you to do, because I'm with you, mm -hmm. and move forward. You're going to go over the Jordan. You're going to go into the promised land. That's Praise right. God. That's right. Amen. And God has a promised land for us today. And for us, there's an inheritance in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. And part of that inheritance, glory to God, is the peace of God that passes all understanding, Amen. that keeps and guards our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, what we read last week, honey, you read from out of the book of Philippians about how that we need to think on certain things, mm -hmm. need to think on certain things. We're supposed to be careful for nothing but in everything Amen. by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. And he ends up that whole, then the peace of God. Then the peace of God. Then the peace of God. See, mm -hmm. thinking on the right things. As a man thinketh in his heart, the book of Proverbs mm -hmm. says, so is he. Mm -hmm. We shared that last week. Yes. So Amen. praise God. This here in Joshua is very familiar to most of you out there listening and watching today. But this is so apropos for right now. And we need to remind ourselves. Even Peter said in one of his epistles in the New Testament, he said, even though you're established in these things, I'm going to tell you again. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you again. Amen. And praise God, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, Romans 10, 17. And so the word of God is full of faith. Mm -hmm. The word of God pulsates faith, faith yes. in God. And so yes. when we tune into what God said, tune into what he said in his word, the promises of God to us, then praise God, faith is going to arise on the inside of us. And we're not going to be afraid mouth. of anything. We're not going to be afraid of anything that's happening in the world because we know not only the one who holds the future, but the one who's our very present help yes. in times of trouble, yes. the Lord himself. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. So in Hebrews 11, without faith, it's impossible to please him. Impossible. 
Well, we want to please God, don't we? So when we look at faith versus fear, honey, we have to understand that there's a difference, a significant difference in those two. They're opposing forces. Yes, they are. The force of faith surpasses the force of fear. Mm-hmm. And faith comes from God's word. God does not want us to be afraid. He said there, we read this scripture, remember last week mm-hmm. from Isaiah, fear thou not, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yes, yes. And praise God, he's still with us today. Mm-hmm. So God loves you and he's for you. He's with you. And he wants to be your helper in every area. But we, of course, Amen. have to agree with him mm-hmm. once we know his will and endeavor to please him by walking and talking the way we should as believers Yes. in what he said. Mm-hmm. If he said he's with us, then praise God, we need to act like it, behave like it in all that we do and say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and radiate the love of Christ and the light of life through our lives in these last days. Amen. So without faith, it's impossible to please him. Now, Jesus, of course, said certain things about the last days in which we're living in the last days. Now, some may not believe it so much because they've heard it again and again about the promise of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Even as Peter said there in Second Peter, he said there's scoffers appearing. Where is the promise of his coming? Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus is coming soon. Yes, he is. He is coming soon. And he's coming for a glorious, victorious bride that has made herself ready. And we as believers need to do our part in being ready to meet the Lord. Amen. We need to occupy till the Lord comes, win souls, preach the gospel, tell people right. about Jesus and the great price he paid for them at Calvary 2,000 years ago and how he's been raised from the dead and he's alive. He is the only God of many thousands, millions of gods that are in the world today. He's the only one. That's not in the tomb. He's alive. Jesus said, I'm the Alpha Omega, beginning and the end. I was he that was dead, and I'm alive forevermore. Glory to God. And he took the keys to death and hell. Glory to God. And so because he lives, we can live, eternally live. Amen. So in the scriptures, Jesus said much about the last days in Matthew chapter 24. But we want to look at Luke 21, just a few verses here today as we begin Faith versus fear. That's really the theme today of what we want to look at from the Holy Scriptures. The difference between faith and fear. They're both forces, but faith surpasses the force of fear. Faith in God will swallow up the spirit of fear. Yes, it will. Because we know fear doesn't come from God. Fear comes from our enemy, Mm -hmm. the devil, Satan, who's legally, through the death, burial, resurrection, and ascension of the Lord Jesus Christ, he's been totally whipped, Mm -hmm. totally defeated, and all the baggage of the devil has been put underneath the feet of Jesus. And we as Christians, as believers in the New Testament, the scripture tells us in the book of Ephesians that we've been made to set together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, far above all principality, power, might, and dominion, and every name that's named. Glory to God. And so we now have the name that's above every name, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So praise God for that. But in Luke chapter 21, Jesus 
said, starting in verse 25, and he said many things here, but we want to read just a few verses of Scripture. And he said in the last days, he said, And there shall be signs in the sun, and in the moon, and in the stars, and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity. And we really see that today, don't we? We sure do. Distress of nations with perplexity, the seas and the waves roaring. Now look at verse 26, though. It says, men's hearts failing them for fear. Mm -hmm. Now you can highlight that or underline that in your own Bible. But in verse 26, Matthew 21, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And he goes on to talk about, and then they shall see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up, lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. Well, back in verse 26, when it says there are men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things that are coming on the earth or which are coming on the earth, I want you to notice there that it's, it says men's hearts failing them for fear. Mm-hmm. Many times what you're going to find out is health problems are brought on because of the spirit of fear. Yes. Heart palpitations and an assortment, the list is long, mm-hmm. that bring on physiological and, and mental issues too into our life because of the spirit of fear. And the Lord said here that men's hearts are going to fail them for fear, which are coming on the earth. Well, whether it's looking after those things or hearing about certain things, you know, for example, people hear, what's the news today? What's the latest? Well, of course, the word of God is the latest, Mm -hmm. right? But how many are infected? How many are diseased? How many are dying? Yeah. And so, brothers and sisters, what that does is that radiates the spirit of fear. Mm-hmm. You get concerned, you start thinking, you start worrying. And like one aptly said, worry is like rocking in a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, yes. but it gets you nowhere. It doesn't get you anywhere. It doesn't get you anywhere. Well, you know, and you say, well, can fear really open up the door for these things to happen? It doesn't mean you shouldn't be informed. Because we see these, you know, the Bible says that we, as we see the day approaching, you know, we're going to see these things happen. Mm-hmm. So it comes as no surprise. Again, the word of God has prophesied so many different things. And um, I would encourage you, you know, again, to read the Bible. Find out for yourself. Don't just take our word for it. You know, That's you, right. you need to study to show yourself approved. And but here in Job 3, uh, you know, you say, oh, you know, Job and, you know, I feel like Job and this and that. But remember, Job opened up the door for these things to happen. Mm-hmm. And it he says did. right here in chapter 3 of Job, verses 25 and 26, it says, For the thing which I greatly feared, greatly feared, greatly feared, greatly has come feared. upon me, and that which I was afraid of is come unto me. So fear can open up the door. Fear is a spirit. That's right. And it's not from the Lord because he hasn't given us a spirit of fear. That's right. And it says here in verse 26, I was not in safety, near, neither had I rest. Have you noticed that fear doesn't produce rest? It produces torment. That's very true. It's, it produces paralysis, you know, mm-hmm. 
produces torment, um, distress. And he says, continuing on here, Job says, neither was I quiet, yet trouble came. Yes, Job did end up with twice as much as he had started with, but would open up the door for this whole thing to take place, for this testing, for the devil to come in and test him, uh, which the Lord permitted. The Lord permits us, you know, we have a free will. Um, we're not puppets on a string. God doesn't mm-hmm. make us do anything. Have you noticed that? You can't make anybody do anything. Neither can the Lord. We have a completely free will. He's given us a free mm-hmm. choice. That's right. And that's that's why we have the right to choose good or we have the right to choose bad. Uh, we have right to choose fear. We have the right to choose um, a free will to choose faith. Mm-hmm. I personally want to choose faith. And when I mess it or mess up, I can go to the Lord and say, Lord, forgive me. Because the Bible says whatever is not of faith is sin. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to sin. I don't want to displease right. my father. Uh, you, you know, he doesn't want us to live in sin mm-hmm. and, or practice sin. But there's times that we do sin and we do miss it. We do fall short. But we have an avenue. We have a, a great path mm-hmm. to ask for forgiveness. First John 1, 9 is written for the believer. That's right. It's written for the believer. So that means we are going to sin. It's written for us. It's written for us today. If you know Jesus and you've accepted Jesus, it's written for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're not right with the Lord, you can come back to the Lord. The Bible says he heals our backsliding, backslidings. And if we're not walking with the Lord, he desires for you to walk with him. Yes, he does. And he'll forgive you. He'll take yes. you back. Um, he's like that wonderful father there that, if, you know, the parable of the prodigal son that Jesus talks about. We can... You know, the Lord always has his arms stretched out towards us. Yeah, the Father was it. looking for that Yeah, to take son. us back, welcome us back at any time without condemnation. Um, and so we, all we have to do is ask for forgiveness. Lord, I ask you to forgive me, and, and, you know, I've missed it. I sinned. I didn't mean to do that. Mm-hmm. Remember, your flesh isn't born again, but your spirit man is. The flesh is, is weak, but the spirit mm-hmm. man is always willing. But we can come back and get it under the blood of Jesus. He remembers our transgressions no more. Right. And as far as the east is from the Praise west, God. he's removed them from us. So he doesn't remember them. We're, we're not supposed to remember them. We're supposed to forgive ourselves and move on. And get, get right back in that, that fellowship with the Lord. Because we can break fellowship with him. Yes. Uh, we have a relationship with him, but we can break fellowship if we miss it in sin. Because that's what sin does. It separates us from God. But we can get right back in there. Don't beat yourself up. That's not what the Lord did. He already took upon himself all of our uh, all of our sins and sicknesses. So he's made a way for us to come back to the mm-hmm. Father and ask for forgiveness. So get right back in fellowship and get back on the path that God has for you. That's Amen. the most important thing. That's right. And it's Hallelujah. by way of the precious blood of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. the blood of the everlasting covenant. We plead the blood yes. over our lives, but we receive what? The blood did for us through what Jesus did 2,000 years ago. Calvary. It yes. still is apropos for us today. Sure it is. will always be that way. Mm-hmm. To go in the name of Jesus to the Father God by presenting the blood of Jesus mm-hmm. and saying, Jesus is my Savior, Father God. Yes. And he's yeah. my Redeemer. And through his blood, I ask you to forgive me. Mm-hmm. And he forgives. He saves to the uttermost. He forgives. So if you have a desire to ask him to forgive you today, and you think, because so many times we've talked to people through the years and ministered to them, as many ministers have, and had this question, I think I've committed the unpardonable sin. Mm -hmm. Well, if you have a desire 
to be right with God, you have not committed the unpardonable sin. You have not. So check that off the list. Mm -hmm. Amen. Praise Amen. God. Thank because you, you haven't done it. If you have a desire to come to God, he has a desire to forgive you yes. and to receive you. That's right. Glory to God. That, that's great news. Yes, it is. So Jesus <laughs> talked there about men's hearts failing them for fear. So faith versus fear. We hear so many times about how that there's so many phobias mm -hmm. in the world. A person being afraid of this or that. What are some of those phobias that people are mostly, they've received into their life or they hear that other people have? Well, they have fear of rejection. Mm -hmm. They are afraid of being rejected. They're afraid of making mistakes. Mm -hmm. They're afraid of not succeeding. Mm -hmm. Some people are afraid of the dark. Yeah. They're people that are even afraid of driving a car mm -hmm. because they might get in a car wreck. There's people that are afraid uh, to go out because of, they may have an accident. Mm -hmm. there, there's people that are afraid to fly. Mm -hmm. They just won't get in an airplane because they're afraid that the thing's going to crash. When actually, if you look at statistics, statistics. you're safer in an airplane than you are... Naturally speaking. Naturally in a car. Mm -hmm. Just driving from here to the store. Because mm -hmm. they're incredible the way they've been made. But afraid of flying. <clears throat> People are afraid of getting sick. Mm -hmm. And the list goes on and on. People are afraid, and now this one is a big one right now, they're afraid of germs. Now, why do we bring up germs? Because it is a phobia. It's called germophobia. You might not have ever heard it before, but when we hear about other people getting sick with this or that, and for years and years, you hear people say, I'm afraid I'm going to get cancer. I'm afraid some type of horrible disease. My mama had it so I may get it, or my daddy had it, or it's in my genes, or this or that. Yep. But the good news is, praise God, is that Jesus has redeemed us from the curse of the law. And if you go back to Deuteronomy chapter 28, and you read about what was under the curse of the law, all the sicknesses, all the diseases, all the plagues, all the things that are bad things that could happen to humanity, it says that if you'll serve the Lord, that these things don't have to come into your life and you receive them as from God. Because as it says over in Galatians chapter 3, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For as it is written, cursed is every man that hangeth on a tree. Talking about Calvary, mm -hmm. the redemption of Jesus Christ. Cursed is every man that hangeth on a tree. That was Jesus. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Amen. And then he goes on to read at the begin at the end of Hebrews or Galatians chapter three. He said, If you be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Amen. So the Lord's redeemed us from sickness, disease, untimely death. And bondages too. And, and that's what fear is. It's a bondage. That's exactly it can right. It's a stronghold in your life. And and all these different phobias the destroyed that. That try to come what they do, as Pastor Don said just a moment ago, what they do is they hold you captive. They hold you captive, and 
pretty soon they immobilize you mm -hmm. because you're afraid to do anything. Yeah. You're afraid to go anywhere. You're afraid to do this or do that, whatever That's it right. may be. And you just stay away and start cutting all these different things out of your life. Well, God doesn't want us stop to live life. day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, afraid of what happened maybe in our predecessors' lives or people, dear ones that we knew. And that, even as she read that scripture about Job, the thing that I greatly feared has come upon me. See, fear opens up the door to destructive things, yes. to the destructive force of fear, because fear is destructive. Yes. It immobilizes us. Yeah. And, you know, but remember, you know, what's, what's stronger than fear? Faith. Faith in God. What's stronger than hate? Love. Yes. First John 4 says here in verse 18, there is no love. There is no love. Or excuse me. There's no fear. There is no fear in love. No fear. There's no fear in love. But perfect mm -hmm. love casteth out fear because fear hath torment. Again, fear torments people. It That's puts right. them in mental distress. It paralyzes people. It keeps them, all these focus, honey, that you're mentioning, it keeps people from wanting to even live their life. And that's that's bondage. And that's not from the Lord. That's not from God. That's he exactly that feareth, right. he that feareth, he or she that feareth is not made perfect in love. But we love him. That's verse 19, because he first loved us. So if we've got the love of Christ mm -hmm. living on the inside of us, you can conquer fear. That's right. You can take authority over it. You can resist it. James 4, 7 says, you know, submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist, submit yourselves then, therefore, to God and resist the devil and he will flee from you. He will flee from you. So when you resist the devil, he will flee from you. That is part of your uh, accountability to the Lord. Your and authority. And your authority. The Lord can't do that for you because he's done everything he could and That's did right. at the cross. So now he's handed us the keys to the kingdom. There it yes. talks about Matthew 16. Right. You've been given the keys to the kingdom. Mm -hmm. If you are in Christ, he's in you, and you've been given the keys to the kingdom. Keys unlock doors. That's right. They give us access. That's right. To a room, to the room of peace, to the yes. room of safety. Yes. And what as part of the heritage yes. of the saints of God. And what does Matthew 18, 18 say? It says, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loosen on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So heaven... God's kingdom backs you up. That's right. So when you take authority over the devil, when you take authority over anything that's coming against you, whether it's sickness, you know, spirit of fear. I, I like something that one of our mentors said, one of our uh, fathers in the faith said, and he said, you know, I've had in all these years, I've never been sick, but I've passed up some marvelous opportunities. In other words, it, you can't keep things from coming against you, but mm -hmm. you can keep things from attaching themselves to you. That's from right. From them having a stronghold on you. You have authority over that. Mm -hmm. You can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth you. Yes. And so even though these things can happen or try to happen to you, don't let them mm -hmm. settle in. Amen. You have authority. Praise God. So all Jesus. these different phobias, all these different things, and with every person, it's something different. Just for a moment, just... Ask yourself this question. What type of phobias control and direct my life? Mm -hmm. Can you put them down on a piece of paper? Now, the only reason I say put them down on a piece of paper is identify them and see if in an ungodly way, in an unbelief way, that they take you away from mm -hmm. and isolate you from the promises of God. 
-hmm. Because again, the promises of God are in him, yea, and in him, amen, Mm -hmm. to the glory of God. So if we get filled up with the promises of God, then the faith of God will spring forth out of our hearts. Mm -hmm. And we can say, and you can as a believer, Mm -hmm. not a doubter, but as a believer, you can say in Jesus' name, I command the spirit of fear to leave me. I resist fear. I resist whatever it is. But if you look at that list, you personally look at that and then take it to the Lord and say, should I have this type of fear going on in my life? Now, again, there's a balance between the natural and the supernatural, Mm -hmm. right? Now, for example, some of you might that are watching and with us might remember a man by the name of Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes had many phobias that controlled his life. He died back in 1976, but he was a billionaire at that time, be a multi-billionaire today in today's, you know, uh, financial mm-hmm. uh, realm. Realm he, he would be because of, of inflation, etc. Mm-hmm. But he had all these phobias that controlled his life, mm-hmm. and one of them was germophobia, and he became through his life more and more disconnected from society and more isolated. Became he became more recluse. like a, a, a hermit. He yes. was very reclusive. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, everything he did, he was concerned about what he touched and where he did. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason I bring this up is, is because that tormented him. Yes. Here you got a yeah. man that's got, he was in the film and business. Actually, you think he had everything in the Aviation, world. all these different yeah, things. He, he, had, he had everything in, in the world, mm-hmm. but he didn't have the peace of God. Mm-hmm. He didn't have the peace of God. Mm-hmm. And so that brings us to the point that we as believers, we need to examine how we act and react to living in this world every day. Yes. Am I doing things because I'm motivated by the spirit of fear or am I doing them because I do have faith in God? And again, faith in God does not make us live presumptuously and without yeah. doing the things that we need to do. Well, and also too, you know, the Bible says to examine yourself to see if you be in faith. And uh, we're supposed to examine ourselves to see if we're in faith, because again, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Mm-hmm. It's impossible, and whatever's not a faith is sin. So we don't want to please, we don't want to displease our Father That's God, right. and we we always want to be in fellowship with Him, and He loves us mm-hmm. and cares about us so yes, much. He, does. he loves and cares about you. Yes, but one he thing He has to do is He has to respect and honor His Word, and so anything that takes us out of faith. We can just say, you know, Lord, help me. Mm-hmm. I call upon the name of the Lord. He's there to save us mm-hmm. in the midst of our troubles. Amen. He's, a, he's there to help us. He's there to rescue us. He's there to deliver us. And so I'm so thankful that we have an avenue. We have a way to the Father. Yes. And he's given us that we can come boldly to the throne of grace where we can find grace to help and, and mercy in that time of need. Mm-hmm. And that's those are the rights and privileges yes. as his children that we can Amen. come to our Father God. Mm-hmm. And we can say, Lord, help me and deliver me. And he's there to deliver. And sometimes we have to keep confessing the word. If it's not an instant deliverance, he, mm-hmm. you, are, you are guaranteed deliverance, though. That's right. And so with faith, faith, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not mm-hmm. seen. Now faith is. So we confess until... We confess until we receive that full manifestation of whatever you believe in God for. That's right. It's kind of like if I've if I've ever cut my finger or cut my hand, I have to stop what I'm doing and apply pressure to that 
Well, how, how long do you know to apply pressure to that until the bleeding stops? So I've used this analogy before, but I think it's something that we can, it's graphic, it's visual. So you keep applying that pressure to your hand till the bleeding That's stops. Right. That's how you know how long to do that, till you've received fully what you're believing God mm -hmm. for. It's not something we have to do. It's something yes. we get to do. It's something that the Lord has provided in his word, confessing his word. That's what, that's what Christianity is. It's not a religion. It's mm -hmm. the great confession. <clears throat> yes. You can't get born again without confessing Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You know, it says there in Romans 10, 9 and 10, if, you know, if thou shalt believe with the Lord God, you know, that, that he's raised us from the dead, or he's raised yes. Jesus from the dead, right? You'll be saved. And you'll be saved. We believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Right, Romans 10, 9 and 10. Might if well, thou shalt confess. If thou shalt confess with the, thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and that thou shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mm -hmm. mouth confession is made that's unto right. salvation. So that's why it's called the great confession. You can't get born again without confessing your sins, confessing the Lord Jesus that he's been raised from the dead. That's right. And confess him as your Lord and Savior. Believing and saying. Believing Amen. and saying. And so, you, you know, that's so many times, as we just gave you that, uh, as far as with like Howard Hughes, very well-known philanthropist in the world, but yet he lived that way, and it was because of the spirit of fear. Yes. He had what was called obsessive-compulsive disorders. Mm-hmm. And you may be battling some of these things today. You're mm -hmm. obsessive about doing certain things uh, or compulsive about certain things. God does not want us in bondage. No, he does not. And that's why we're looking into the word of God because the Bible tells, that, tells us that Jesus, in Luke chapter 4, he found the place where Isaiah the prophet had written and he read, the spirit of the Lord's upon me mm -hmm. because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted. And on down to preach deliverance to the captives. Mm -hmm. So how does he Amen. preach deliverance? Deliverance comes by hearing God's will, which comes from God's word. And so as we look into the word of God, we get faith and deliverance is on the way mm -hmm. because right. we can receive it, personalize it, and say it mm -hmm. with our mouth. Believing it in our heart and saying it with our Amen. mouth. Every day, brothers and sisters, and don't feel condemned about this, but as I said, you know, you look what, what phobias control your life in an ungodly way. Mm -hmm. the, the, the Bible tells us, as Pastor Don quoted just a moment ago, that whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Mm -hmm. That's right. And most Christians say, well, you know, I'm not going to rob a bank. That's a sin. You know, that's breaking one of the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not steal, right? And lie, all these different ones that we could look to, and they, and they are sin. Mm -hmm. But perhaps the biggest sin that believers need to be aware of is the sin of unbelief, mm -hmm. the sin of doubt, disbelieving the promises of God, disbelieving yes. what God said. And if you're trusting in anything other than the Lord, then you're in unbelief. Yes. You're putting your trust in something it, else other than the Lord. So he's That's right. Sometimes, you know, you say, well, you mean my fear can be first place in my life? But that if you're consumed with it, yes. If it you're can, consumed with it. If you're if it's a bondage to you, it's keeping you from doing what you need to do. It's keeping you from being mm -hmm. free because where the spirit of the Lord there's there's liberty. And yes. whom the Son is set free is free indeed. 
So Christ has come to bring us, and I'm talking about something that makes you afraid all the time, like Pastor Money was talking about a phobia. And we can just bring that before the Lord and say, Lord, you know, I'm, I'm having a problem here. Um, I need you to help me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be afraid. I don't want to be consumed with this where it's keeping, where it's having a hold on my life, where it puts me in bondage. It's a stronghold. I can't seem to stop thinking about it. Mm-hmm. it those are things that we can submit to the Lord and we can cast all of our cares upon him because he careth for us. That's right. And that's a care. A fear can be a care. Mm-hmm. It's something you have to take care of. And mm-hmm. that's nothing that the Lord has ever required for his children to have to do. That's right. That's something we have to cast all of our cares upon the Lord for he careth for us. And that's something we have to leave at the feet of Jesus and walk away and say, you know, I'm in a purpose not to think about this. Mm-hmm. I'm in a purpose to be strong because I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Have you noticed it's not apart from Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's in Jesus mm-hmm. that we can do things. That's it's right. in him. We can find strength. Amen. And the, the one thing that we want to remember, brothers and sisters, is living a balanced life as a Christian, mm-hmm. not being like the proverbial going bowling to the bo- at the bowling alley and you have a gutter on each side, which I was not a good bowler <laughs> and I'm not a good bowler. That's not a bad confession. It's just the way it is. I'm not as proficient as other people that I've went bowling with. You're not alone, honey. But it's pretty easy to hit the gutter. It takes a little effort to keep it going down yeah. right right practice. down the middle. It takes practice. And so it, we, want to, we want to be balanced Christians. We want to be balanced and not be in one ditch or the other. Now, does faith throw away the practicalness of good hygiene, washing your hands, being sanitary, uh, living uh, rightly, being clean, all those type of things? Absolutely not. These are things that most people had instilled in them from a young age. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we can forget to do them, but now with the current crisis going on, so many times people are, are just now, okay, careful about this and careful about that. And it's good to use protect. And I'm not saying don't do that. Mm-hmm. What we're saying here today and what Pastor Don was saying is, is be balanced about it. Do the things in the natural, but make sure your faith is resolute and yes. that the best that we can do still so many times falls short mm-hmm. of doing 100% or, and getting everything yes. absolutely perfect. Or don't let it dominate your life. Right. Don't and, let it consume your mind. That's right. You know, that's right. And so you have to have the bedrock of your faith, faith in God, the Lord God. I washed my hands. I was clean. I I, I did everything in a sanitary way, Mm -hmm. but still, Lord, my faith is in you. That's right. I'm trusting you because Lord, you put the super on the natural. Amen. Mm -hmm. And you cover me where I might've come short in. Mm -hmm. So you have all these different phobias and everything. Well, fear of sickness, but there's another one that makes many people afraid of, Mm -hmm. and that's the fear of death. Mm -hmm. The scripture in Hebrews chapter two, verses 14 and 15 says, it says, for as then, for as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, Mm -hmm. he also himself likewise took part of the same. Now the he that's talking, being talked about there is the Lord Jesus Christ. Because Jesus picked up a body when he came and was born into this world, a physical body. So 
He himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver, now listen to this, verse 15, and deliver them who through fear of death. Maybe you're afraid to die. Maybe you're listening, watching, tuned in today, and you're afraid to die. Well, we have good news for you. That spirit of fear that's trying to control you and manipulate you about dying, that can be removed. That's right. And you, and you can receive faith about God's will and willingness for your life, mm-hmm. and you can receive eternal life. Amen. And live with Jesus forever. Mm-hmm. Have heaven as your home. Mm-hmm. Praise God. And so the scripture right. says, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Mm-hmm. So the, the fear of death brings bondage. The fear of these other things we listed brings bondage in a very unhealthy way. And it debilitates us in our thinking, in our actions. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was a child, a youngster, and I knew I went to church, was active in church, water baptized, but I had an inward knowing that there was a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. Mm-hmm. And I had to find out for sure yeah. that if I was to die today, that I would go to heaven because I knew there was a heaven. I'd been told that. I knew there was a hell and there is a hell. Even though today you may be listening today and heard people say, well, hell's just a figment of a person's imagination. It is not. That's correct. It is not. Hell is a real place. And the Lord Jesus went to the cross so we don't have to go there. And praise God, you can receive him into your life today and be free. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Amen. From yes. the bondage to the spirit of fear, mm-hmm. of dying. And you can know that you receive eternal life because he who has the son has life. So as a youngster, I was afraid to die. But when I found out the truth about being born again, that it's not just going to church, saying prayers, being water baptized. Those are good things, mm-hmm. but those don't save you. It's That's a personalized right. relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And so... I was in a Royal Rangers program and I went one night and the commander, Commander Block at that time, that was his name, Commander Block. We sat in the basement of the First Assembly of God Church and there was an eight foot table in front of us. We were sitting on hard metal chairs and he opened up the word of God and showed me by reading out of John chapter three, where Jesus said, you must be born again. Mm -hmm. And he told me the way of salvation. It's not just what church you go to, it's what family you're in. And you come into the family of God by being born again, by the Spirit of God. By, as Pastor Don quoted earlier, confessing with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believing in your heart that God's raised him from the dead. So as soon, praise God, as I received Jesus Mm -hmm. as a youngster, as soon as I received him, eternal life was imparted and the spirit of fear, Mm -hmm. that bondage, to having that blessed assurance come inside of me, all that fear of, am I going to heaven? Am I saved? It departed from me. I've never, ever, since that day moving forward, been afraid to die. Mm -hmm. And God promised us long life, of course. But I encourage you today, if you're out there today and you've never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ and you've been dogged for a long time about being in fear of death, and being in bondage, and being afraid, and trying to navigate your life so that you could live avoiding one day dying. 
Jesus can set you free from that today because that's bondage. That's bondage. And he loves you and he wants to help you right where you're at today. So praise God, that helped me. But before we pray, I want to share one other scripture with you and we're going to receive communion. But I want to remind Christians, believers that believe the promises of God of Mark chapter 16. Because we eat certain things, we drink certain things, and it's good to have a good diet. Mm -hmm. Drink the right things, not drink things that are bad for us or eat things that are going to pollute the temple of God, our body. Mm -hmm. But we can do the right things and still come up short. Right? Now, we need to do the right things. We should. That's, That's a good way to live. But I want to remind you of something, and many that are watching today recall this scripture in Mark chapter 16 after Jesus arose from the dead. He said, go into all the world and preach the gospel, of course. And uh, he umbraided his disciples that were there because of their unbelief. They didn't really believe that he had been raised from the dead. And he said, these signs shall follow them that believe. That believe. And as one has aptly said before, who ever heard of a believer who didn't believe? Mm-hmm. So we all believe something, but we can believe in the spirit of fear, actually. But God doesn't want us to believe that That's as right. his children. Amen. So these signs follow them that believe. This is Mark 16, verse 17. And we could it's good to read the whole passage, but for time's sake, we'll just go right to verse 17. In my name, this is the Lord Jesus speaking. In my name, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, verse 18. Now that is not talking about picking up snakes and becoming a snake handler. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> People have taken that out of context and the serpents and in, in, in through the word of God have referred to as the devil himself, mm-hmm. the serpent that came to Adam and Eve in the garden. That was the devil who had been cast yeah. out of heaven, Lucifer right. previously. So it says they shall take up serpents. That means exercising authority over the devil because we have authority over him. And then it's, it says, and if, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. So, if. So it's not on purpose. So we don't do it on purpose. Neither do we go out and try to handle snakes. Personally, I don't like snakes. I don't like snakes. I don't either. I, I, I will kill a spider though. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> if it gets and too snakes, big, if, if I've, then the vacuum cleaner comes out. <laughs> yeah, the vacuum comes out. But in all seriousness, if you drink anything deadly, so you're not on purpose trying to drink, drinking something deadly, That's but right. people that live in foreign lands, they don't have good water sources and things. Mm-hmm. They have to many times drink things and God supernaturally will bless your bread and water. Yes, he does. Even as he promised in the book of Exodus Amen. in the Old Testament to the children of Israel, and he'd fulfill the number of their days. But if you drink anything deadly, and that would cover also if you eat anything deadly, mm-hmm. it shall not hurt them. Yes, Amen. It shall not hurt. So it's not going to bring some harm to our body. Isn't that great to know? Praise God. The great assurance. Now, this is something we really need to take to heart today as we live in a most uncertain time in these last days in this world. I mean, you can can clean your food, clean your plates, be sanitary and everything like that. But the Bible still tells us to pray over our food and bless it in the name of Jesus. And we'll show you that scripture in a moment. Mm -hmm. But think about that. Any deadly thing, Mm -hmm. 
In other words, anything that would kill you. Yes. That the Lord will supernaturally invade that situation. Yes, amen. And to his glory, he will bless it. Mm -hmm. And it will turn from something being deadly into something that can be productive and useful in your physical body. Glory to God. able to do that. Isn't that awesome to know? And he goes on to say, they'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. They'll recover. And of course, it ends up there in the last two verses there in Mark 16, saying they went out, the Lord, uh, he was received up to heaven. He went to heaven. That's where Jesus is right now at the right hand of the Father God. Very much alive, very much the same as he's always been, praise God. And they went forth everywhere and preached everywhere. They went forth preaching everywhere. And the Lord working with them, confirming the word with signs following. Amen. Glory to God. So the Lord works with us when as we, we cooperate we with believe, him. When we believe. When we believe what he already said. His word. So when we act on his word. Yes. When we, because we believe it, the then that mm-hmm. gives God an avenue to be able to release his mighty power sure and does. blessing. Thank you, Jesus. Right there. Mm-hmm. And that has to do with, I bind the spirit of fear. If it's the spirit of fear. And I have to go somewhere mm-hmm. and something's trying to dog me. I say, no, in the name of Jesus, I bind the spirit of fear. Lord, I thank you. You're with me. You're my protector. You're, you go before me. Your angels surround me and camp round about me, Amen. lest I dash my foot up against a stone. And you're my rear reward. <laughs> in other words, you got my backside covered. We're Glory covered, to God. We're covered on every side. That's right. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God for his promises. Yes, the I Father agree. God loves us. And he's for us. He's on our side. So with that in mind, we believe this. And this verse is very apropos for right now. If, and it says if there, if you drink anything by accident. So in other words, you did everything right, but still we should pray over our food. We ought to pray over the things we ingest into our physical bodies. Because why? Here's the scripture, 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 4 and 5. It says, for every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving. Amen. Why? For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. Mm-hmm. So we pray over yes. in this manner. Father, I thank you for blessing my food mm-hmm. to the nourishment of my body, blessing the drink to the nourishment of my body. Mm-hmm. And I thank you, Lord, for keeping all sickness and disease away from the midst of me and fulfilling the number of my days Amen. in Jesus' name. Yes. So we don't just pray over our food just to be praying, to be taking up time and to look nice. We do it with an objective. We do. We release our faith. We release faith. Which you should do in anything you do towards the Lord. Release faith. We don't want to, we don't want to just go through the motions of doing anything, whether it's taking communion, whether yes. it's uh, 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 giving our tithes and offerings to the Lord, or whether it's praying over something. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, That's right. It's, it's not based on feeling, but we still want to, base it on faith and release our faith when we're doing things. Amen. That's important. You see, I'll give you this illustration here and then we're going to receive communion. We're going to pray. We, I would a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. had the window shades down and I was looking out the window at home and the air looks clear. It looks clean. It looks pure. We have a really nice, filter on our furnace that filters the air when it runs, of course. That you helped put in. Yes. <laughs> it's a lot of work. <laughs> and this filter is supposed to take out 
you know, a high degree of allergens. impurities, allergens, and yeah. all this stuff. But back to the window. So I looked out the window, and the wind and the sun was just coming in right at the right angle. And I was just so amazed that the dust particles, all the stuff I saw floating in the air, and it was like, wow. And I was thinking, yeah, but that filter's supposed to do all that. And so right away, it's like my mind, just for a split second, because I know how to resist the spirit of fear, it's like, wow, look at that. That could cause you to sneeze. That could have dust mites on it. That could be this or that. It's like, no. But the point is, I was really amazed that there was that much floating around in the air. So the point is, we can do the best in the natural. Yes. But the Lord still has to protect us. Because you may not be able to get everything or do everything. That's right. There's things You can miss it because we're yeah. imperfect. There's we're might imperfect. Be, there might be some things that even unbeknownst to you that even though yeah. you're doing everything you know to be doing, you don't know everything. Yeah. Uh, there's None things that do. you can't see that are mm -hmm. taking place. I mean, I think we're going to get up to heaven and find out how much the Lord really did keep us from. That's right. And Have a video so replay. for that. <laughs> video <laughs> replay of everything he kept us from. And praise God, that'll be a wonderful day. But the point is in all of that, not to incite fear in you, is that we can do the best we can do, and we should do that. Mm -hmm. Be clean, sanitary, wash our hands, good hygiene, clean things. That's all good. Mm -hmm. But still, we have to have our location of faith in the Word of God, in yes. God Himself. Amen. And that's what we're saying here. So I want you to, if you have your Bibles, to turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. We're and we're going to receive. We're going to receive the Lord. Yes, yes, we are. We want to pray for those as you're turning there to 1 Corinthians 11, if you have your Bible, we want to pray with those that might be with us today that you don't know for sure about your salvation. Or perhaps at the same time, we're going to pray and we're going to break the power of the spirit of fear that perhaps has been controlling your life and had you in bondage in just a moment. Praise God. Or there might be another situation where you knew the Lord, you were raised in the things of God, but you have not been walking mm -hmm. with the Lord. And mm -hmm. you know you're not right with him. And we want to give you an opportunity That's right. to get right with the Lord because it's really important as we come to the Lord's table, this mm -hmm. is for the, the person that's walking with the Lord. This is the person that's uh, the believer. And yes. because the Bible says we have to judge ourselves. And, that's um, right. and we, have to, we don't want to take the Lord's uh, table, these elements, in an unworthy manner. And that's right. why it's really important that we take it in a worthy manner. That means we recognize what he's done for us. Mm -hmm. But it's also we judge ourselves. We examine ourselves to see if, if there's sin in our life. Mm -hmm. This is where we can receive healing for our bodies, forgiveness of sins. That's right. And that's why it's so wonderful. But it's also important before that we're going to give you this opportunity to be able to pray with us yes. and cover all these different areas um, and get right with the Lord and have that right standing with him. Yes. It's really important. So if you're out there and either you're away from the Lord or you have never received the Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. We're going to pray for you right now. Amen. And if you can, you're at home or wherever you may be, if you can, get on your knees. That's a sign of submission and surrender to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And open up your heart to Him, and we're going to lead you in a prayer. And it's not the prayer that saves you. Mm -hmm. It's not just saying words. It's you opening your heart and receiving Jesus. Yes, let your heart agree. And your heart agreeing you, and Lord. saying the word. So I'm going to lead you right now. Say these words out of your heart. Heavenly Father, 
Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I come to you. I come to you. And you said in your word, and you said in your word, that he that comes to you, that he that comes to you, you will in no wise, you'll no wise cast him out. Cast him out. You will receive him. You will receive him or her. So I'm coming to you. So I'm coming to you right now. Right now. In the name. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I ask him. And I ask him. To come into my heart. To come into my heart. To forgive me of my sin. To forgive me of my sins. To help me. To help me. In the days ahead. In the days ahead. To be my savior. To be my savior. Right now. Right now. I renounce. I renounce. Sin. Sin. And ask you, Lord, and ask you, Lord, to forgive me, to forgive me of everything, of everything in my past, in my past, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And because I ask, and because I ask, I receive forgiveness, I receive forgiveness because of the precious blood, because of the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I want to thank you, Father God, and I want to thank you, Father God, for helping me, for helping me, for receiving me, for receiving, for loving me. For loving me. For sending the Lord Jesus. For sending the Lord Jesus. Because you love me. Because you love me. And I thank you now. And I thank you now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Because I believe. Because I believe. That Jesus. That Jesus. My Savior. My Savior. My Lord. My Lord. Has been raised from the dead. Has been raised from the dead. He took all of my shame. He took all of my shame. He took all of my sickness. He took all of my sickness. And sin. And sin. And every evil thing and every evil thing every wicked thing every wicked thing at the cross at the cross and so i can receive it now and so i can receive it now and so by faith and so by faith i receive i receive of the grace of god of the grace of god in his love in his love his forgiveness his forgiveness his redemption his redemption that belongs to me that belongs to me i thank you lord i thank you lord in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You Amen. see, we can't come to the Lord Jesus unless we know we're mm -hmm. lost, mm -hmm. that we're sinners without Him. Mm -hmm. The wages of sin is death. Mm -hmm. But the gift of God is eternal life through the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And so if you prayed that prayer, if you reached out to the Lord, mm -hmm. if you came back to Him, please email us. Go to our website, www.alfc.net. Mm -hmm. There's a place for prayer requests. Let us know that you yes. prayed. We want to send you some materials because God loves you. We love you. We want to help you. And this is just the start. This is not the end. That's right. It's just the start. Mm -hmm. If you're around the Portland area and you don't have a good local church, we invite you to come and be a part of Abundant Life Family Church in Tualatin. That's right. And we encourage you, if you're somewhere else, that you get involved, get connected with a good local Bible-believing church mm -hmm. that believes in the full gospel, that God's word is true and relevant to today. And That's it right. is absolutely apropos for your life. Believe that where the word of God's preached, get involved, yes. become a part, let people know who you are yes. and begin to grow in the things of God. Amen. 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 Well, 1 Corinthians chapter 11 says, verse 23, it says, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. Mm -hmm. He took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. So we receive of the bread, and yes. we receive of the juice and the cup, which we will in just a moment. 
But this bread represents what Jesus did at Calvary. Amen. The Bible says in Matthew 8, 17, it says that it might be fulfilled which is spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Mm -hmm. So we receive communion. It's the Lord's table. Yes. And we do this as Christians, as born-again Christians, mm -hmm. because we understand what Jesus did for us at the cross. Amen. And what did he do at the cross? Of course, he spilled his blood, but he was bloodied. His back was bleeding. Mm -hmm. He took. He suffered for us. Through his suffering, mm -hmm. he took all of the damnable sicknesses and diseases mm -hmm. to the cross so we would not have to bear them. Amen. What he bore, we need not bear. Mm -hmm. So as we receive this piece of bread, and it's just representative of what Jesus did 2,000 years ago, take it in faith, receive it in Thank faith, you, yes. and say, Lord Jesus, I claim that by yes. your stripes I was yes. healed, and I believe that I receive right now. See, Amen. that's simple childlike faith. And the Lord can get involved, and he can work in there. Mm -hmm. Right where you're at, no one has to touch you. Mm -hmm. No one has to be right there. It may be just you by yourself and the Lord, of course, there. Mm -hmm. And you're praying with us and he'll touch you right where you're at. That's right. So All Father, right now. Receive. That's right. So Father, right now, Thank as we Lord. receive yes. this as an act of faith, doing your word, we thank you that this bread is blessed and it represents the broken body of the Lord Jesus and that by his stripes we were healed. Thank you, Lord. So right now as we receive it, Lord, we do so in faith, and we thank you, Lord, there's no distance in the realm of the Spirit, and we thank you right now as we take this. Mm -hmm. We thank you in Jesus' name for healing anyone who's sick out there, anyone who has something going on, infirmity in their body, mm -hmm. and we you, praise Lord. you and thank you for that right now in Jesus' name, amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. And Lord, I thank you. As we receive that, mm -hmm. we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. That the bondage of fear mm -hmm. and torment is broken off of these dear ones' lives. Yes, Lord. And in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for your supernatural peace. Thank you, Going Lord. forward right now, yeah. Father, in the yeah. name of in Jesus. Jesus' name. And blessing your people, wherever name. they may be. Yes, Lord. And we thank you, Father God. We thank you for deliverance mm -hmm. and freedom. Amen. He whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Yes, Lord. And as Lord, these dear ones thank that might have been bound, mm -hmm. no matter what the phobia was, we thank you for the total and perfect release. Mm -hmm. No more hostage. That's right. No more bondage. No more bondage. But glorious liberty thank you, in the Lord. name of hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory Amen. to God. Thank you and receive you, that right now. Thank, thank you, Lord. You, Jesus. Thank you, receive Jesus. that right Hallelujah. now Hallelujah. over your life. Glory to God. This cup that he goes on to speak of in 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 25, after the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. Mm -hmm. And so we do this in remembrance of the Lord That's Jesus right. Christ. So as we receive this right now, we do it in faith, mm -hmm. thanking the Lord that he's washed away all of our guilty past. He's made us new on the inside mm -hmm. and that we as a child of God, born again by the spirit of God, that we are free from our past. Amen. The sins have been cast as far as the east is from the west. Glory to God. And we have perfect liberty. Mm -hmm. And as Christians, we have 1 John 1, 9. 
as you mentioned, honey, a little earlier, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. So that was written for believers. Yes. And we're believers. Yeah. So once we come into relationship with God, when we sin, we don't break relationship by doing wrong, mm -hmm. by sinning, but we break the sweetness of fellowship. And so this puts us in remembrance that 1 John 1, 9 applies to us today. And if we ask, yes. even as we prayed a few moments ago, that the Lord forgives you. Mm -hmm. If you ask, it takes faith to ask, faith to receive, and faith to move forward. Because Amen. when we ask, according to his will, he hears us. Mm -hmm. And you ask for the Lord to forgive you, he does. Mm -hmm. And he'll do it again and again and again. Not that we want to habitually sin, mm -hmm. but it's like what Peter said to Jesus, Lord, if my brother sins against me, how often do I forgive him? Seven times? He said, no. Not more than that. Seven times 70. That's right. So that's 490 times. That's a lot in one day, mm -hmm. it right? Sure is. And so we <laughs> forgive. If we're asked to forgive others mm -hmm. that many times in one day, how much more mm -hmm. will the Father who loves us forgive us when we ask? Amen? Amen. Amen. But he wants us to be able to walk above sin. Yes. So we don't have to ask all the time. Amen. Mm -hmm. So Lord, as we receive of this cup, we thank you right now that it represents the spilled blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And with all due respect, mm -hmm. honor, and reverence, Lord, we receive it right now. And Lord, we put ourselves in remembrance of the blood of the everlasting covenant. Mm -hmm. And we thank you right now that we have been cleansed and we're free from our past, and Lord, you've given us a future. And we're so thankful and grateful for that right now. Thank you, In Jesus' name, Thank you, Jesus. amen. Amen. Praise God. The Lord is so good. He is so, so good. And we're so thankful. Yes, we are. It was so wonderful to have you with us today once again. And again, we do appreciate all of you out there. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 1490, Tualatins, Oregon, T-U-A-L-A-T-I-N, mm -hmm. P.O. Box 1490-1490, Tualatin, Oregon, 97062. Our web address is www.alfc.net. Yeah. If you want to contact us, send in a prayer request that way. Mm -hmm. And then also, too, if you want to call us, our phone number is 503 692 9673 or 503-692-WORD, W-O-R-D. Mm -hmm. We love you. God loves you. And praise God, the future's bright for us. Yes, we encourage is. you, hold fast to the profession of your faith. Mm -hmm. God won't fail you. God has not left you. Right. As a believer, these are great days to live in, to go out and take the gospel, the good news mm -hmm. to those that are lost, and dying, the precious ones all around us that are sitting in darkness, mm -hmm. we need to take the yes. light of life to them. Amen. And hold forth the word of life, mm -hmm. the written word of God who reveals the Lord Jesus Christ and allow the love of God to flow through our lives. Mm -hmm. Praise God. We love you. Until next time, keep your eyes on Jesus. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. God bless you. In Jesus' name, amen.